0: But right now, in my very Western individualism, I'm talking about you as you. Me as me. What has been yearning to come out all of your life, but you've been too afraid, and your fear would never allow your hand to create it, or your body to move in that way. Well, not to sound the alarm, honey, but this is it. The cosmic alarms are going off. You are the last artist. Say something. This is Studio Confessions the Art Podcast. I am your host, Luis Martín, the Art Engineer. Listen in for conversations with artists and culture makers as we talk about their creative practice and what moves them. Let me share my wax poetic monologues and have activate your creativity to live an inspired and more beautiful life. That's right, I said beautiful. Welcome to the studio. I'm glad you're here. Let me start this episode with my own personal confession. I'm in the midst of 10 books, all doors I want to enter conceptual spaces. I want to inhabit if only for 15 minutes at a time, but I can't, I just can't, I can't let go of my physical environment to get consumed by any of these books conceptually, which I really yearn for. Is it because I'm afraid? Is it because I'm afraid I'll be swept away in a hurricane in New York city, like the one that passed by last week? Am I afraid I'll be blown away or demolished if I let my guard down? Yes. And yes. I, like everyone in this very moment, am in the midst of a trauma. We are constantly waiting for the next punch in the gut, the next insult from friendly fire, for the next shooter drop. To be clear, this started way before the pandemic, but it was more visible and more apparent the less white or rich you were. Now, as it were, We seem to really be in the same boat, after all. But despite this fear, despite the futileness that seems to weigh down on every effort right now, I feel this urgency in my stomach, this pressure in the pit of my being that still keeps me up at night. Not in fear, not in hate or anger, but in a constant state of needing to manifest, to make visible what is not seen, but felt. Do you feel that? Wait, I know you do. That's why you're listening to this. So listen up. This is a message a lot of us are getting right now. There's an urgency to create something now, to document, to lift, to show a way out of ourselves. And while this sounds epic and monumental, it doesn't have to be. Because it's just as important as if all of TikTok were watching, and just as important as if just your husband or your eight followers got to see your effort and got to see what you made. It doesn't take much, but it needs to come out now. It can't go to the grave with you. Is that dark? These are dark days, my friend, and you as an artist have a calling and a way of being a beacon for the people around you. Have you ever noticed that? Imagine this for a second. How would artists exist in society without galleries to commodify their ideas and work. How would that play out in your community, in your personal work? Let's imagine even further. What artists would we champion in schools, in the world, in libraries, if museums didn't perpetuate a hierarchy of white male artists? Think about it. Did you think about it? Okay, well, let's move on. But make art from here whenever you can. It's important. On the weekends, my husband and I wake up early and take walks, like Old People World, before it gets too hot and before the neighborhood turns into Las Vegas with bars and bros, not a good scene in a pandemic. On Kent Avenue in Williamsburg, there is a clear strip of lawn with a chain link fence. On one of our walks, we noticed black and white images tied to the chain link fence. There were about 160 Xerox portraits. When we got closer, we saw it was a living memorial for the lives of black people who've been slain by racism, injustice, and police brutality. At the center, on a handwritten board, it read, Say Their Names. As you walked by, you saw their faces. Their eyes looked back at you. They're not numbers or statistics here. They're not memes or images on the news. They became the people you worked with the people you were friends with at school. These are not mugshots. These are snapshots taken by family from a loving angle, a perspective of affection, not one prescribed by the media's agenda. This memorial is monumental in its message. It is not sensational or even political. It's just truth, painful truth, created with the Xerox images, cardboard, and that same urgency that keeps you up at night. The same urgency that churns not from fear, but from a desire to make good on your every breath, to make something of this opportunity in your life and time. This tug, this fire in our belly, is a calling. Now we all have our idiosyncratic special powers with which to answer this call, each just as important as the next. Some of us knit, others take pictures, some of us dance, write, I, I collage, and in a lot of ways, it addresses the urgency I feel inside. Because I can do it fast, it's cheap, because it's low risk and high reward. I am a huge proponent, an apostle of the practice of collage. Have you collaged today? Right now, right now in this very dark yet magical moment, collage becomes an exercise in making something, something beautiful, something meaningful, something honest, if you like. Whatever you want it to be, it is an exercise in making something out of the pieces you do have. And in this broken world, being able to put the broken pieces together to make something worth living with and for is a gift. But then what, right? What do I do after I have a heap of collages, bags of scarves, unprinted photographs and words with no paper or dances without music? Well, this is where we go back to our inquiry about how would artists exist in a society without galleries to commodify their ideas and work? And what artists would we champion if museums didn't perpetuate a hierarchy of white male artists? What did you come up with? Would your art be the flames to the fire of change through living monuments like the one on Kent Avenue? Would you be writing your very local history to document and preserve the stories that have played out on your block for decades, perhaps centuries? I've been thinking about something a little dark, big surprise. I've been thinking about the last artist, me personally, or you, if we knew we were the last artist of our time, what would we create? Would we make our own Stonehenge? A Gobekli Tepe? A Chichen Itza? Or the Pyramids of Giza? I don't know if we could do that individually. Together maybe we can. But right now, in my very Western individualism, I'm talking about you as you. Me as me. What is in you? What has been yearning to come out all of your life, but you've been too afraid and your fear would never allow your hand to create it, or your body to move in that way. Well, not to sound the alarm, honey, but this is it. The cosmic alarms are going off, and they don't sound like fire alarms. They're not like police sirens. They're more like rolling trumpets, emanating from the clouds, or soft infinite chimes, prompting movement and action. At least that's what they sound like for me. You can choose your own sound effect, or let your subconscious choose one for you. What I am saying is that right now is a good time to say what you have to say. To put it all in a poem, in a collage, in an epic painting. Not only because tomorrow is not a promise, but because tomorrow has become a threat. And if you didn't know this cognitively, I know you've definitely been feeling it. Also, right now, right now the playing field is leveled. We've all been kicked in the proverbial shins, and no one, no one has caught their footing. Forget what they say, or how they pose on Instagram, no one has caught their footing. And our work has a better chance of coming out with less judgment, and even help alleviate this sort of collective vertigo. Recently, a popular art podcaster, The Jealous Curator, posted a funny meme. It was of two images, one on top of the other. The top image was of a city in flames completely engulfed, with the caption, The world right now. The bottom image was of my least favorite comedian, Will Farrell, cupping his hands on his mouth, with the caption, Artist. And right below it read, Anyone want to buy a painting? I thought it was funny. I even smashed the like button, even reposted it. But then I couldn't get out of my head. It stung a little. And then it just bothered me. After digesting it a bit, I reposted it again and added in a very sanctimonious tone. Just to be clear, art is the water that will put out the fire. Because that's what art does. This meme was very much in the context of the gallery world where artists are peddlers. No different than peddlers selling luxury sandals or handbags in the apocalypse. I know. It's just a meme. It's funny. And it's funny because what do they say? It's funny because it's true. It's true in the world that commodifies artists' work as part of a cog in the industrial complex. It sounds serious, right? Well, it is. If this context is recapitulated and perpetuated by curators and artists themselves, we will never know. How would artists exist in a society without galleries to commodify their ideas and work? Or what artists we would champion if museums didn't perpetuate a hierarchy of white male artists? Listen, I don't believe all galleries are intrinsically bad for artists, but they are merchants selling a product. They've always been. But do you not hear the alarms, the rolling trumpets? In this new paradigm, this format is just a lazy way to commodify the work of artists. Artists that can have a huge role to play, unlike ever before, on how we move forward as a society. Yes, artists can do that. No blue chip gallery certification needed. If any of this resonates, take a second to think about these questions, as if you were the last artist. This is your invitation, your open call, no submission fee needed, put it all on the page. Put it all out there and plug it into your community. It can be a community of one or of 100. Don't go into the dying of the light with so much to give, with so much to say. If anyone has ever belittled your voice, criticized your art, it was because they saw themselves reflected in it. And it scared them because truth is scary. It starts fire. Art can be what extinguishes these flames after the fire has done its job. In the world we've inherited and co-created, you are the last artist. I'm rooting for you. Say something. Want to share your thoughts on the conversation? Reach out on Instagram at stuconpodcast or visit the website studioconfessions.com. Follow me and check out my work at Art Engineer. Please leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on. It goes a long way. Thanks for listening. If you heard anything that moved you, please share it. You are the spark that can ignite a thousand flames. I am Luis Matlin, the Art Engineer, sharing with you what moves me.